0: And God saw everything that He had made, and behold, it was very good. It was very good.
1: Hello, Seven Days listeners. Hey, here we
2: are. This we're is We're here for another one. Shush. And God saw- we can't get enough. We can't get enough. We have to do it, otherwise, we don't know what we're doing. It's true. Yeah, it's true.
1: We have too much fun. <laughs>
2: now we have, but
1: we're back for another great episode, aren't we, Dad?
2: We sure are. We have an amazing guest. We actually have a returning guest again.
1: I know. How, How exciting! Love a returning is that? guest. Oh,
2: yay! So uh, you're a part of a special crew here. Returning guest. We,
3: I'm glad you said returning and not recycling. <laughs>
2: <laughs> for those that recognise a voice, returning, that is returning. the wonderful Brian Hogg. Brian, thank you Woo! so much for being here with us.
3: Pleasure.
2: So you are one of the elite few that have come back twice. That have actually said yes to coming back twice. So thank you very (laughs) much. (laughs) Actually said yes. Yeah, that's yeah. You're you're the one that said yes. So it's my fault. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's right. No, thank you so much for coming along. We are in this new kind of format for this season. We're basically just discussing topics instead of the actual Mm. individual, as you would be aware of and accustomed to from your last visit. But we're going to, we're going to touch on excellence and authenticity at the Oof. moment and God's view on that. So listeners, you're aware we're doing a creative view right now of excellence and authenticity in your craft and what that actually means. So I've got to be honest, i I'd. I'd feel overwhelmed by just thinking about that topic um yeah. but we're, we're gonna see what happens uh brian just letting you know we're okay with awkward silences too so if we pose questions and yeah. no one knows the an answer just sit yeah. there in silence it's fine alice does okay. know what's going on Same.
3: sounds good to me
1: there's no guarantee that we'll come to any conclusions we may no. just ask questions from that's however exactly good. right
3: that's exactly good.
1: right but 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 before we jump into it too much, we cannot go ahead without mm. doing the one and only Fast Five. Yeah. So, Brian, uh, you cast your mind back to our last time we had you on, but essentially we just have five quick and easy, well, hopefully easy, silly questions to ask you.
3: Where, hang on. Cast my mind back to when we last did this. I can't remember breakfast these days, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, don't worry. You don't need to remember. They're different nah, questions. Nah, don't worry this time. about it. Anyway. Just
3: okay.
0: answer the
2: questions
3: Good. and see Good. what happens.
2: It's a fast five. It's a fast five. It's a fast five. It's a fast five. It's a All
1: right, all right, all right, all right. Brian, where would you time travel if it were possible? Oh. Whew. I hit you with a big one straight up. My apologies. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I did promise they were going to be easy. Sorry.
3: Time travel. Don't want to go to the future. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and you look at the past, you sort of think, well, how far back do you want to go? I mean, mm-hmm. I think I've been fairly fortunate to be born in a pretty good age. Mm, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um. I would probably go back to one of my first schools that I taught at uh, as a teacher because I really enjoyed that school, the staff, the whole ethos of the place. And from all my teaching profession, there's that one school that really stands out. And that was probably the most enjoyable part of my working life. There you Apart go. from THQ, of course.
0: Yes, of, of course. Of course. And
1: working course with Dan and I is
2: obviously a highlight. Oh, Obviously. Oh,
0: obviously.
3: obviously. obviously.
2: Now, good answer. Good, answer. Very I've good got, answer. I've got one that uh, doesn't require that much thought, I don't think. <laughs> but what, what our listeners really want to know, and what I want to know, Brian, is do you sing in the shower?
3: No. <laughs> Great. That. All right, there we go. It's been answered. Wonderful. But But I do... Think of music in the shower, mm. and I have been known to note you know how the the glass steams up yes because we 've got clear glass in the shower <laughs> so um, I have been known to notate things on the in the steam so I can remember them because I find if I write That's things brilliant. down, I remember it
0: yeah. even
3: if even if I never look at it again That's
0: but i'll great. be That's in the so shower'll i 'll
3: I'll, I'll notate things on the on the shower wall. That's great. The
2: you so you yeah. don't sing in the shower, but you notate in the shower? Yes. Yeah, that's great. It's very common. Lots of people notate in the all shower. The people. Oh,
3: I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, everybody I'm knows. I'm always notating in the
1: shower.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, okay, third question. What commercial jingle gets stuck in your head all the time? Good question. Thank you.
3: I
0: don't think any of
3: them do.
1: It's not so much these it's days. Not, I, I there's a real it's era not like of... I
3: sit and watch... TV that much, you yeah, know? True, uh, if true, I watch TV, true. I usually sit down and watch a movie and I'll be watching Netflix or yeah.
1: something.
2: Is it
3: streaming. the official
2: end of the jingle? Are we in an age where there okay. is the jingle's done?
1: The jingle might be over. Uh,
0: I mean, this. Yeah, I think you might be right. <laughs> yeah, I think
2: so. I think <laughs> Int- might be intro right. music to a I, show or something on Netflix might yeah. be the new jingle. Uh,
3: yeah, well, there's things like that or listening to the radio and, mm. you know, they have a, a bit of a, a musical phrase to introduce people and stuff like that. You sort of, you recognise those yeah. things. But yeah. There's nothing that gets stuck be. in my head.
1: End of an era. Well, That's right. We've called it. I, we've called it first well, here on it. podcast. Official.
2: The only jingle <laughs> that can get stuck is the seven days podcast jingle at the start. That'll get stuck <laughs> in everyone's <laughs> head. Or the
1: fast five one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a fast
2: five. <laughs> I like the Enyo one, by the way. That's I always, we'll never forget the Enyo theme song, if anyone remembers that. Do you remember that? No. Enyo, 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 off cleaning, we will go. I <laughs> oh, no, Supposedly a friend of mine wrote that. He's quite wealthy from it. Anyway, uh, next question. Now, Brian. You are on your way home from something and it is dinner time and you get a call from the family saying, emergency, we don't have anything planned for dinner. You have to go to the grocery store and get us something. And you say, what? And your wife goes, I don't know. What are you getting? What's your emergency dinner from the grocery store?
3: Chances are it won't be the grocery store.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, I like that.
3: Uh, it will be one of the several takeaways that we uh, frequent. <laughs>
0: um,
3: there's um, a really nice Indian place. Uh, mm. There's a Thai place close. Mm. We've got a good pizza place. Mm. We've got grilled down the road. Mm. You guys got grilled? Classic. um Classic. That's just opened recently. Um, and then there's the old standby fish and chips, you know. Uh, got Ooh, some decent fish yes. and chip shops around here, so... Well done. I actually drive. I actually drive a little bit further to get the best fish and chips. Yeah, it's not the I do that.
2: I do that too. Now, good answer. I'd be down for an emergency dinner at your house any time, Brian. But, right?
3: but if I had to go to the supermarket to get stuff, it will always include one thing: go on. chocolate.
2: Yeah, fair.
3: Because everything's better with yes. chocolate.
2: Yes, that's true.
1: Oh, my so life without chocolate would everything be. Everything is better with
3: chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> One of the Ooh. greatest inventions ever.
2: That's true. Oh, it's
1: or the best thing.
3: It's one God's of the greatest us, discoveries.
0: Yeah.
2: So one good. Many, so shush. good.
1: Yeah, you're preaching to the choir, Brian. I'm on <laughs> yeah, the chocolate train. I, I love it. I can't it. agree
2: more. I can't agree more. It's the only thing I will never go without. I'll do any diet oh. you throw at me, but chocolate needs to be included. Yeah,
1: yep. man. yeah. Okay. Final question, which comes from one of our wonderful listeners. Um, this comes from Rachel. So thanks, Rachel, for sending your question in. Rachel. If, by the way, why we're here, listeners, if you have a Fast Five question for our guests, please send it to us on Instagram, Facebook, DM us, I don't know, email us. You can even do a voice recording if you're real fancy. Uh, we don't mind. Just get it to us and we would love to include it. Anyway, uh, Rachel says, I have been an avid listener for seven yes, days. Yes, of course you
2: have. Of Good course on you, you Rachel. Have. Well done, well done.
1: So, would you rather <laughs> wrestle a gorilla in water or a crocodile on land? Oh,
0: Good question. <laughs> I wish question. everyone could see Brian's <laughs> face right now. <laughs> it's just utter confusion. That's a great
2: question.
1: Whoa. Great question. A gorilla Cro- in water or crocodile on land. Which I think would you I rather the, wrestle? I
3: think I'd go the gorilla. Ta-
1: yeah. Okay.
3: Crocodiles I were gonna... are pretty. One, they're fast yeah. on land, and they're. I think the most, or certainly one of the most, uh, deadly creatures around. Certainly yeah. in this country. Mm. Um, yeah. And we've got a fair share uh, of right. deadly. In you know including drop and you're bears. you're probably
1: yeah. less likely to find a, a gorilla yeah. in water, but you're probably yeah. likely to find a crocodile yeah. on land.
2: Yeah, I'm with you there. I don't reckon gorillas are yeah. good in water. Crocodiles are
3: still pretty all right yeah. on land, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it's a sort of, not a big gorilla, you know, just, a, just a little one. <laughs> just a little
0: gorilla. Just, just a little
3: one. Just a little one. Just...
0: In pretty I mean, deep cro- water. It's crocodiles be deep.
3: at any stage would be deadly with those not teeth. Great.
2: Oh, yeah. Not great. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. Hey,
1: thanks for taking the fast 5 yeah, again, well Brian. You've done Pleasure. a fast 10 now.
2: Yeah, look Woo-hoo. out. You've pa- you passed. Look, you I'll passed. We, you passed. Do we get well a done. certificate?
3: Yeah, we'll send um, it it's in the mail. Okay, good. I'll be waiting for that. <laughs>
1: good. Well, our listeners, if you have been with us from the beginning, you will you will remember Brian from season 1. Um, and if you haven't been with us from the beginning, if you're just tuning into this episode randomly, welcome number one thank you so much for listening uh but you might like to go back uh to season one and learn a bit more about brian but essentially brian's a legend you need to know that yeah. he's an incredible musician and composer mm-hmm. and all of that jazz and he loves jesus mm. uh and he has a great sense of humor and we always have a lot of fun um and has so much wisdom yes anyway i feel it like I'm trying to summarise Brian super quickly. It's hard. Uh, It's hard because there's so many different wonderful facets of Brian. But if you want to learn more about him, you should go listen to the episode.
2: Great callback, Shush. I like that. Now, me and Shush also worked with Brian, so we're very well aware of his wisdom. He was always the person that when he started speaking in those team meetings, you were like, all right, (laughs) something's. there's going to be some pearl in there that I'm going to take away. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've ever said that to you, Brian, but I've taken so many pearls of wisdom from you. I'm hoping you've got a few for us today as well. But no pressure. No pressure.
0: Yeah, no pressure.
3: i It's all (laughs) right. We'll we'll see what happens.
1: That's all right. Jesus will speak. It'll be good. Yeah.
2: Hey, Shush, do you want to kick us off or do you want me to?
1: You kick us off, Dan.
2: All right. Well, look, (laughs) I'm going to go broad and see what happens here. But we've all basically agreed this is a bit of a daunting topic. Mm. So I'm just going to pose a question to converse over. Mm -hmm. Excellence and authenticity in your craft. Let's go through your craft kind of lens, but through what God Believes, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. or God has taught on.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: How much do you think it actually matters? Like, I was on the phone to Shush about this earlier, and <laughs> I was kind of like, I wonder, if, like, there's a chance we like get to heaven, we talk to God, and God just goes, you know what? I didn't care that you didn't play any note right there, right? Or like, like, how much emphasis should we place on it? Is the first kind of question, I guess, and mm. yeah, does God care? I don't know. I don't know. Let's let's open that up. I don't know.
3: Let's see what happens here.
1: Straight up, straight into
3: it. Okay, what's the scripture that says? But God looks at the heart. Mm. I, I think for me, it, it it is a tough question. I think it's a, it's a it's a tough balancing act. I think for me. Um, I'm a firm believer that God multiplies what we give to him openly and honestly in ways that we will never understand.
2: Yep. Mm.
3: And when things don't go quite right, he uses them if we're doing it, I believe, for the right reasons. Mm. Um, because God looks for authenticity and he looks at the heart,
0: mm. Yeah.
3: not necessarily excellence. Mm. Yeah. But then Scripture till, still tells us, that do all that we do as for him. Yeah. Like for me as a musician, I must admit I get a little bit annoyed. That's probably the right word. I get a little bit annoyed when some people just are near enough is good enough. Mm. Mm. And I I feel I bite my tongue a lot and I, I feel like saying, well, hang on, what do you do for a living? What would you do if your boss walked in or your best client walked in? What kind of job would you do for them? Mm. Um, Is near enough good enough for that situation? Yet we're sometimes seemingly prepared to do anything um, at any sort of level and say, ah, it's for God. You know, he'll understand. uh, Yet there's another part of that I think, well, God's not the only audience member at times. Mm -hmm. At times, I think he's the only one, Mm -hmm. certainly the only one that really matters. But then
0: if we were listening to a preacher who mispronounced words, didn't know the
3: scriptures and misquoted things, we, anybody in the, in the uh, congregation, no, I shouldn't say anybody, I'd say a fair few in the com- congregation would be prepared to rip them to shreds afterwards. <laughs> Yet we put up with poor craftsmanship mm. from our musicians and our artists mm. who purportedly still do it for their creator. Mm. And, and I struggle with that
0: mm. because
3: I sort of think, well, would you do that and maybe it's like I'm not okay I'm I'm not a mechanic I'm not good at lots of things but I sort of think well hang on if I was doing that maybe it's the way I was brought up too so if you're going to do anything just do it right mm. um I I wonder if that's an ethos that's a work ethic that is just part of my generation. I hope it isn't. Um, but you know, like if I was a mechanic, and again, I was fixing somebody's car, and I was fixing it for the the prime minister or for the president of the the business or whatever, is anything good enough? Mm. Yeah. So I struggle with that sort of balance, like
1: yeah,
3: my own integrity as a craftsman, whatever that craft is.
0: Yeah, and my own authenticity um doing it for the right reasons
3: mm. a, a, a two sort of it in a in the in the Christian church is sometimes i think hard to balance mm. but I believe one God multiplies what we do yeah. if we do it honestly for him um and God looks at the heart
1: yeah,
3: mm. so he looks to say okay you're just doing this to be the best you can. You're not doing it for me.
1: Yeah.
3: Are you doing it the best you can? Are you doing this for my son? Mm. Is this the way you, you present things to my son? Um, or are you doing it for my son and you just haven't got the skills yet? <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. I don't know. I, that's, I fall down somewhere in the middle of that. Yeah. but I think we need to have a sense of you know understanding what our craft is and doing it well mm-hmm. because like I say while while God is the only audience member that really matters yeah. there's other people that are listening that get distracted by people that mm-hmm. do things wrong like mm-hmm. if you're not playing or singing in tune, are people sitting there thinking oh that's that's pretty awful. And they're not thinking of the words. Yeah, They're not worshipping anymore because they're distracted by bad craftsmanship. I can remember walking around the uh, the Arts Centre in Melbourne when it was first opened, and my father was uh, a welder. And we went into the Great Hall, and anybody in Melbourne can do the same. The, uh, there's some columns there that are, are welded together out of sort of... Uh, Long, slender triangle pieces. that narrow at the bottom and get a little bit wider at the top, but they're welded. And Dad was going around looking at the wells, looking and said, Wow, oh, that well's really bad there. <laughs> and he was sort of thinking, I wouldn't have done it like that. I wouldn't have done it to that level. This is, you know, this is an, uh, an esteemed important place with all these wonderful pieces of work hanging on the walls. Yet the craftsmanship of the building itself detracts from that, you know. Um, and I think it's the same sometimes when people... And A good friend of mine who's uh, a composer, a uh, wonderful composer and, uh, and a really good friend and he's a, and a, a, a really good man, um, said he went to church once... And it's interesting because this, he was going to church with his wife. This was before he became a Christian again and recommitted his life to Christ, which he's since done. He went to church and he said, he says, you know, Hoggy, I watched this old guy playing the organ and there was wrong notes and chords all over the place. It was out of time and it was, it was just musically awful. And then he said, and then I looked at his face and realised, He's doing this for his God, and all of a sudden it was fine.
0: Mm.
3: Uh, that was before he was a Christian again. Mm. But I sometimes hear things like that, and I can ignore some things like playing out of time and being out of tune and things like that, but I can't do that all the time because it just distracts It detracts my ear and distracts my ear yeah. and my mind from what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. So there is this, sometimes this sense of you know, near enough is good enough and that simply is not true.
0: Yeah. You know, because if, you, if you're if you not there to lead people, what are you doing it for? You know, um, if you're not there to point people to Jesus, um,
3: it's okay for you to say, okay, I'm doing this for him and I'm doing it honestly and openly and you know, I'm being authentic about it. But ignore the craft? Yeah, I don't think so. But then you get the other the other end of that argument is it becomes excellence for excellence sake.
0: Mm.
3: And if that's the case, and I know some people of a younger generation have aimed and leveled that criticism at some older salvos, you know, older bands when, Oh, you're just being really you just want to be the best band around for being the best band around Whereas sometimes their attitude is No, this is my best for the best. Mm. You know, my highest for the highest. You know, my best for my God, who deserves the best. And if I'm not doing it properly, I need to work at it. So the excellence, and also maybe that's, a a, again, the generational thing where excellence in what we do is important. Mm. Um, But sometimes we've ignored the fact that yeah, people do want excellence, but why are they doing it that, like that? You know, it's not, it's not always excellence just for excellence sake. Mm. Some, it can be viewed like that. Um, anyway, oh, that's enough.
1: <laughs> Never enough. Never enough. But one thing I think you said that was really key is balance. Like yeah. I think it's such a balance because I think both yeah. extremes uh, have missed the mark. You know, and it's almost um, you've got to check yourself and where you're sitting. Like each, I don't think each person sits differently if it's a scale, right? We all sit differently on the scale. Mm. And so you need to kind of check where you're at and check your heart. Because I think it's, it's all about Jesus, right? And, and that's what it's about. Yep. And it's just through the vehicle of your own art form, your own craft or whatever. But you're right in the sense of God is excellent. And God is wonderful. And so we want to do our best for him. Yeah. So you've got to check that motivation is in the right place for yeah. sure. Um. But I think it's almost like a personalized thing that we all need to check in with ourselves and be like, hey, where am I sitting on this? Am I focusing on excellence or, or being the best I can, which is a wonderful thing, but I've actually missed the reason behind why I'm doing this, mm-hmm. Which, which you have to have that. But also like I, on the other end of the scale of, in terms of on the excellence thing of like, I'm doing it for Jesus, but I'm just doing whatever. I think maybe growth. I always, I think back to what Derek said on the podcast, um, I think in our very first episode ever. Yep. Um, but it's always stuck with me that growth is the goal. And so it's just about improving yourself and the gift God has given you in that sense. But I think, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I'm just like externally processing. But um, authenticity is key as well. Mm. But maybe we'll come back to that in a moment. We're kind of talking I, about that. I
3: remember having a, a half discussion with somebody who was in a worship team. <laughs> and, um, and I ended up saying to him, But it's all performance. I said, No, it's not. This is worship. I said, No, but there's a point where it's all performance. If you're not performing well, then you're distracting from your aim of leading people in worship. Mm. So, there's, for me, there's a yeah, a speaker gets up and performs. Right, mm. they perform well as a speaker, in the same way as a good musician gets up and performs well as a musician. Mm. Right. The right. reason why they're doing it m- might be something completely different. And well, hopefully, in the church scene, they're doing it for the same reason. Mm -hmm. But it's still a performance, and for me, if if a poor performance distracts from your aim, you you, you're totally missing the mark. Mm. You know, it's um there was an old song. um, I don't know if you remember anything for Jesus, um. And I think it was Eric lightson who was an American composer, band writer, wrote some wonderful music, some of my favourite stuff. And he said, sometimes I feel that's the way that people do it, you know, do what they do. It's like anything for Jesus. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just anything. Anything will do. You know, but for him it was, no, it was not anything. It was my best for Jesus. Mm.
0: Um. So, that, yeah, it's that. And as professional musicians, it's we perhaps
3: look at that differently. Mm. But again, it's like if I was a mechanic, I'm not a professional mechanic, but a professional mechanic would look at what I did and say, no, that's not really up to scratch. There's a better way of doing this. So, yeah, I've got to go and grow and be better and, and learn how to do it. If we're not learning, it's that, um, what's that? Um, Quote, Nelson Mandela quote I never lose I never lose I either win or I learn mm-hmm.
0: mm. if we're not
3: getting it right then learn why you're not getting it right mm. and learn how to do it properly
0: yeah
3: so you can do your best <clears throat> um
0: yeah it, it is
3: balance
1: do you think it's relative I don't know the answer to this I'm putting it out there I was just thinking when you gave that mechanic Um, example of like, you're no professional mechanic, but if you had to go at something versus if a professional mechanic had to go at the same thing, it would be to a very different level or standard or whatever. Do you think though that God looks at, if you gave your best as an amateur, God looks at that and is pleased at that. And if the professional did his best, which we know is at a different standard, God looks at that and is pleased with that. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm like, you're both doing your best, but that is at a different—that's at a different level because you have different experiences and different skills. Uh, I just think—I was thinking about that. and I'm like, oh, I feel like God looks at the heart and goes, "You gave your best, mm. like, and you gave right, and that's beautiful and that's wonderful. Yes, it's at different levels, but you did your best at the time. Um, I don't know. I, I, I actually don't know. I'm just putting it out there.
3: <laughs> yeah, there is. A, there's definitely a, a, an element of that where. Why are people doing it? Hmm. Uh, what is their objective? Uh, people do understand, I think, like, okay, if if a learner gets up, uh, a, a young kid, primary school gets up, uh, knows three chords on the guitar and they, they get up and play guitar on a Sunday morning, yeah, it's going to be different to the guy that's older and has been doing it for a while. Hmm. Hopefully it's hmm. going to be <laughs> different um but why are they doing it and and you're right god looks at the heart yeah Mm. that that's the oh that for me is the overriding thing yeah there's always i've always felt that we work on two levels we work on a spiritual level and we work on a technical craftsman level Mm -hmm. the problem that we often have in the church is we just get those two things in the
0: yeah. in
3: the wrong order. <clears throat>
0: yeah. yeah,
3: right? we, we work at the craftsman level and not yeah. at the spiritual level. Yep. Yeah. The spiritual level has to be high, but that doesn't yes. mean that our craftsmanship has right. has yeah. to be poor
1: yep. yeah.
3: or not learned or yeah. not, yeah, yeah, yeah. not um, in that growth cycle. Okay, I'm doing this so I can get better at it. I'm doing this so I can do the job better. Yeah. There has to be an element of that.
2: Yeah, yeah. And we harp on about it all the time. Like, we I'm <laughs> hoping we're starting to sound like broken records because this is just a message that I think encompasses everything we're trying to do with the podcast. But it is that order of relationship. That's exactly mm, yeah. what you're talking about. It's yeah. creator first. And yeah. That doesn't yes. mean that your craft is really low and doesn't matter. No. It just means that your craft has to be looked through through creator first. Yes. Like, Yes. yes. And I, I don't know if you were making reference to this verse or not, but the Colossians verse, the whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as
0: yes. working for the Lord. Yes. Is that
2: what you were mentioning before? Yes. Um that that just emphasizes everything you're just saying about heart as well. Like the yeah. the one thing that you just can't get away from is that Yes, the let's go back to the mechanic analogy. Yes, you've given it with all your heart, but someone might then get in that car and crash because it's not done right, you know? So what right. does that yeah. actually mean on a practical level mm. too, but Yeah. I,
3: yeah, and I, that and that's, that's that's not a bad analogy because the same thing might happen if a speaker is speaking from the platform and misinterprets or misrepresents scripture. Mm. Right. And somebody goes out with Incorrect theology could be quite disastrous. That's true. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. You know
3: that is true. Um, so from that point of view, you know, learning your craft, knowing your subject. I mean, I don't know if I told you guys, but there's, there's this American guy came out to do um, some conferences out here and some teaching. Uh, his name was James Barnes, uh, not Jimmy Barnes.
0: That's his, <laughs>
3: it's his older brother, yeah. James Barnes. <laughs> wrote some wonderful music. He was a tuba player, great conductor, and he had some really great sayings. And one that has stuck with me is, know your stuff, know who you're stuffing, then stuff them, <laughs> you know. But what he was saying is, you have to know your topic and you have to know it well. He was talking in a teaching Uh, perspective. You know, if you're working with kids in band, know your subject, know what you're on about. So you know what you have to deliver. Know who you're stuffing, know the kids, know which kids you can stuff more than others, know which kids need a bit more uh, help in understanding the stuffing, Mm. then stuff them. (laughs) You know, but it's the same sort of thing. We need to know our craft, we need to know our skill levels, we need to know who we are presenting to and presenting in a, in a way that they can understand it, then we can perceive what we're doing. Like the same thing, like if you're a worship leader and you were going to lead worship at an elderly sits place, what would you do
0: different to um, a teenage gig? worship? in a broad box, is going to be the same across those two mm.
3: age groups. Mm-hmm. But the way you present it surely has to be different. Yeah. Otherwise, mm-hmm. if you present modern songs to an elderly group, they're going to get lost. They're not going to be part of the whole thing. Yet if you go and sing hymns to a teenage group, they're going to switch off generally too, mm. particularly if you use an organ to play. Um, <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. know your stuff mm. is one thing, but then we need to know who we're presenting to. Mm. Yeah. Are we uh, presenting uh, whatever it is? Like you might have a, shush, you might have a great drama. Mm. And like, This yeah. is a really wow. good drama. It really delves into sort of some really wow. deep and meaningful stuff. Wow. And you really enjoy it and you get a lot out of it as an actor. Yeah. But does that mean it's the right one to pr- put together on Sunday? Yeah. if or, the or if for the, the cong...
1: 5 year olds probably not the yeah, 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 yeah. right
3: you know say it's it's <laughs> it's yeah having just had melbourne cup day it's horses for courses hey. um but you know it's we have to that's comes down to knowing your, your topic
2: yeah
3: hmm. um and knowing how to use it and that's i think a fairly gross um Example mm. of of knowing your material and how to use it. There's a lot of finesse that goes into knowing any craft. Yeah, mm. you know mm. uh, how to how to present a line, whether it's in a in a play, in a dialogue, or whether it's in a song. Mm. How do you make that line actually make sense? You know, yeah. um, How can you use your craftsmanship? to make that line make more sense or a different sense, mm. you know. Um, yeah, just simple nuance within a phrase can make so much difference mm. to what people understand you are saying. So the way you say things is much more important than what you say.
2: Mm. Mm. That's good. And I, I, do you know what? I, I can't get out. I loved what you were saying around if you're at your workplace and this was your boss, like I actually really liked that analogy, Brian. And it made me think of, and I don't want to oversimplify this, but it made me think of just basically everything to do with your Christian walk in general, right? Like it's like, like holiness, right? Like Mm. like we we can never reach a standard that's actually Mm. worthy of God, like ever, no matter what, like we we just can't do it. But that shouldn't mean we don't try. Um, right, in right. in everything we do, right? Like it not yes. it its not this this, like yes, grace is free, right? But it doesn't mean that we become Christian and then we just keep living the same life. There has to be yeah. an action of trying, right? And I don't know, yeah, I don't know. That, that just really stuck out to me.
1: It's the yeah, be I... holy because I am holy, but you're not yeah. instantly holy. You gotta no. like no. work yeah. it yourself and what yeah. it, well, it's the other verse of like you put off your old clothes and put on the new clothes yeah. that like god gives you right that's such a good point dan
0: hmm.
2: thanks shush no worries
1: <laughs> <laughs> but i just that's... love this conversation because i think the thing is working and growing in your craft is really important yes. whether it's for um whether it's for an audience or not, like whether it's for an audience of hundreds or an audience yep. of one being God, it, it doesn't matter. But I think the other thing that's come out is also like, but it's, but the spiritual is higher, yeah. but like Jesus and getting and relationship with him and journeying with him and all that is, is higher. Not to say that craft is not important because it really is, mm. but we've got to get the Jesus stuff right first yeah. and then that because as you said before Brian if you get that in the wrong order like it just everything's out of whack but if you get it in the right order then they flourish they they complement each other you know
0: Mm. that's
2: the thing I keep coming back to and it's kind of like it's kind of like we're we're asking the question does God care right about like really Mm. we've come to the conclusion like well excellence is kind of like a human thing it's through our own eyes like we're deeming what's excellent let's be honest like we're we're the ones that are judging on what's excellent in all this so to take Mm -hmm. another whole step back and be like well this is through our own human eyes like really Mm. we're we're just come to the conclusion that if you're authentic and your uh your heart with your if you are giving your whole heart and then i don't think he cares but that's because mm. when you give your whole heart, you actually still strive and try, and yes. yes, which is so weird because you're like, yeah like it's it's hard to judge because how do we know, but at the same right. time, like you're saying with the example of your friend who was wasn't a Christian at the time and actually saw that authentic expression, mm. like there are mm. times where you see it like, but there are also times where it's probably not super forgivable, like if you were at. Uh, a nursing home, and you pull out a guitar and start playing like a ridiculous, distorted solo, but you're giving your <laughs> all to God, but the whole room <laughs> is blocking their ears. Probably not the greatest situation, yeah. right? But yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
1: And I think going back to that example of um, like Brian's friend who wasn't a Christian at the time mm. and saw the organ player, that one, um, it's hard. We can't judge people, we can't see other people's hearts, we actually don't know where they're at. Yeah, And yet, sometimes you can tell when people are being authentic. Do you know what right. I mean? I mean, yep. we, we ultimately don't know the core of it. But there are times where, like I think as a society, we're really good at sniffing out authenticity or hypocrisy. Yep. Like you just know, like you can just tell straight away. Um, Unless you're really good at acting and then you can't maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, But I think... People can tell when you're not being genuine or mm-hmm. authentic yep. uh, and I think that can come out um, and yes, sometimes we don't always know and sometimes you can't ultimately know but I think there's a lot of cases when people can tell when you're yeah. not being authentic.
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean, the other thing there is sort of, I, I'm not sure if I can personally, how much I can tell people have been really authentic. Um discernment is not one of my uh, spiritual gifts uh, <laughs> i know some people who straight away would go bang i know what's happening here
0: yep.
3: mm. um, i must admit, i tend to t- take people people on face value
0: mm. yeah
3: um but it's just sort of like this you know are are you really trying to do this are you really trying to do this well mm. do you understand why you're doing it
0: um it is, it is a balancing act, mm. and particularly for anybody who works in an artistic space, there's there's always
3: benchmarks. Mm. You know, you have your favourite artist, you have your favourite trumpet player, and I know I'm not going to get anywhere near any of those trumpet players, mm-hmm. and that doesn't bother me,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know. Um, what did I there was a great quote I saw during the week. The comparison is comparison is the death of joy.
0: Yeah,
3: the um, thief of joy. Mm. The thief of joy, that's right.
1: Yeah. And you know That's biblical, it, isn't it? Isn't that in the Bible? I think that it?
3: might be right. I, I saw it somewhere during the week. Somebody quoted it. Um but it's sort of you know, we we can keep comparing ourselves mm. to mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. On one hand you need to have those role models as, a, as an artist, yeah. as a creative mm-hmm. artist. You yep. need to have those role models. You need to have those ideas of, oh, that's what I could achieve. Mm. But then you have to know, well, why do I want to achieve it?
0: Mm. I mean, mm. I'm, I've been accused of being a perfectionist, right? And I have
3: to admit, the more I thought about it, um, the more I realised I don't even know what perfection is.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs>
3: because what's perfect for me may not be perfect for somebody else.
0: Yeah, I right.
3: I've come to realise that, that what's perfect for me is that picture I'm looking at perfect. My wife, who's an art teacher, might come along and says, no, it's not, it's the wrong shade there. And, um, you know, for for whatever reason, this is all done with a palette knife and that's done in acrylic. Oh, you know, she she'd look at it. Completely different to yep. me yep. because that's her craft. Mm. Uh, I look at things and say, well, yeah, this person's doing really well. That's that's really good. Um, but oh, if, if only they could just use a bit of shaping within the phrase musically to actually mm. make sense of that line mm. uh, or... Perhaps they could use their articulation as a trumpet player or their dynamics as a trumpet player to actually make that phrase make more sense. Mm. That's where skill and technique help you deliver what you're trying to say. Mm. Mm. Um, but, yeah, one person can say something one way. Somebody else can say the same words and it comes out completely different. Yep. With mm. a completely different
2: mm-hmm.
3: meaning. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and. And it's things like that we just need to be aware of that as craftsmen, craftspeople, we need to understand that our craft, the skills and the technique we have in our toolbox, if you like, for what we do mm. are there to help us do the job better.
0: Mm. Yeah. You
3: know, it's and it's not just to be the best at what we do. Yeah. Um. And and then there's the the balancing act. So, well, why am I doing this? I'm doing this so I can do, I can present my God clearer, with, and with more understanding to other people. Yeah. Um, rather than rather than just say, "Hey, look at me, look at me."
2: Yeah. I was I was going to mention and this might shift a little bit, but like, I find it interesting when talking about these subjects the amount of icky like even just for myself now, the icky words or something that like trigger something else. Like you mentioned the yeah. term performance before, right, Brian? And it's like having that conversation with that person in a worship band. And it's like, uh, do you feel that the pendulum's just swung too far back? Like, because there may have been, there may have been bad modeling. There is bad modeling out there of yeah. terms like performance, terms like stage instead of the platform and things like that, right? That. People have modelled this really bad practice of that, um, mm. where it has been a little bit about themselves, and 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 so from there we are so cautious to bring up those terms and those mm. subjects that we've actually gone the other way, and where it's just we've we've completely lost all of that. Because you're exactly right there; it's performing like we are performing, and and you can say you know you're 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 performing to Jesus for one, but there is a performance about what we do as performers mm. as a part of creative arts, right? Why are we shying away from that? Like, it, do you think that pendulum has swung too far the other way?
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. That's it. I won't
3: Straight el- up. I won't, I won't elaborate more. Yes. Yeah.
2: No, because I'm with you because I see that like oh, I come from more of a the worship band situation, less the brass, more the... You know, guitar and a bass But I was always taught Play play beneath you on a Sunday Like you're not there to serve yourself So be be better than you have to be You know what I mean? Like most worship songs are four chords We all know that Like doesn't mean you just learn the four chords It means you get as proficient as you can on guitar But then on the Sunday just play the four chords What I can guarantee you is You're not going to stuff those four chords up I'll tell you that <laughs> if you're at another level mm. But I don't know. Mm. I think we just are shying away from too many of these hard conversations because mm. there's those icky factors. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, go on.
3: I was going to say there's definitely bad role modelling mm. on yeah. both sides of the yeah, yes. the contemporary yeah. yep. traditional fence. Yep. Uh, and I, unfortunately, I think we use the term traditional pre- as a pejorative um, and it's not all bad. No. Mm. But unfortunately, as humans... If something goes wrong, that's what we talk about.
0: Mm.
3: Yep. Uh, if something goes right, oh, that was good. <laughs> yeah, well, move on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We don't talk about, oh, that was really good. Why was it good?
0: Yeah. Mm.
3: Was it well presented? Did anybody make any mistakes? Yep. Oh, yep. yeah, I, I noticed a couple of mistakes, but, you know, not bad enough that we're now talking about those mistakes. <laughs> um, you know, it. we don't. We don't notice the good around us sometimes, mm. but we will notice the bad. Yeah. And look, mm. Dan, you will know. You know, when your kids get to school or even kindergarten, did you have a good day? Yeah, I had a good day. Ugh. Yeah. Or did you have a good day? No, I had a bad day. And you will get everything bad that happens. They will talk about mm. everything bad that happened. If they have a fantastic day, you generally don't hear about it. Yep. Yep. Mm. It's only when the bad stuff happens, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. I think as adults we do the same thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We
3: pick up on the bad stuff, mm. and we talk about the bad stuff, yeah. uh, or, or whatever we perceive as being bad, and we don't talk at. Oh, but look at all the good stuff that was happening there yeah. as well. Mm. There's a point where, yeah, if if there is a ledger, you know, of pluses and minuses, well, look at the pluses a little bit more. You know, because sometimes we just spend too much time looking at the negatives. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we do that.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah. We
3: agreed. We, it's something about us as human beings. We just do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like this is such a challenge to us, and I'm going to say us as listeners as well, mm. to to work at it actively because I think it doesn't. Uh, always happen naturally do you know what I mean like as you say Brian often we focus on the negative so I, I want to mm. put the challenge out to us like Brian and Dan and all the listeners that let's work at calling out the good things. Yes. Like let's celebrate those things. Let's tell each mm. other about, Hey, this great thing happened. You can email Dan and I, or like mm. DM us or something like, tell us, we want to know those good things, yeah. but like let's just make it a challenge to call out the good things that are happening and not just dwelling on the negative all the time. Yeah. I feel like that's something super practical and like not even that hard no. that we could mm. do in our everyday life. Yeah,
3: but doesn't doesn't scripture say in all things be thankful?
1: Mm. Yeah, yep.
3: Why do we miss that one? Because <laughs> it's hard. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. It's
3: hard to be thankful when things around you are going bad. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. That, but that's your perception that yeah. things are going bad. Yeah, you know. Uh, we we don't look for the good stuff, mm. you know. But I'm I'm. I, I think that's why the scripture tells us in all things, be thankful,
0: Mm. rejoice, Mm. you know? Um, Yeah. Anyway. I've got
1: another thought for us. Um, So we've, we've kind of touched on this last little bit about um, best practice type thing. So I guess I'm curious, what, what do we think best practice looks like? And then how do we model that? Right. If we're saying that often we see, extremes of one or whatever, or we're not seeing best practice or whatever. How, what do you guys think? What is best practice? Mm. And it might look different in different settings, of course. Um, but how do we work towards that? How do we model that? How, any, any thoughts or tips for us listening? Let's get practical. Do you
2: want me to like over, over, oversimplify this right now? Yeah, Yes. <laughs> I would say, like, excellence, let's mm-hmm. just say ex- I've got such a pet hate with that word, but I'm going to say it <laughs> anyway. Excellence, I think, starts in, I'm going to say starts in the bedroom is what I'm going to start. Now, bear with me for a second. It starts in your own personal life. It starts in how much yeah. you're reading the word. It starts in how much yeah. you're communicating with God and how much you're focusing on your spiritual relationship. That's mm-hmm. my most oversimplified best practice if we all actually invested time and i know this i, I don't want to jump into the legalistic side of things but imag- mm-hmm. imagine if we all spent 2 hours a day reading out the word like imagine oh man the difference that would make in yep. in everything and and yep. i think this is super broad super simple like i've said but that will impact all the creative community that we're involved in yeah that'll impact yep. all the all the creative artists that we have like i i I don't know, maybe I am over the simple high in it, but I think that that's 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 where we start we We yeah. need to be praying, we need to be reading the word, um yeah. we need to be encouraging one another, yeah, like yeah that's 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 where I'm at
1: no, I think there's something in that Dan. Yeah. it's 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 simple, but we gloss over it too yeah. often, you mm. know it's that the secret place right Yeah. The- bible talks about the secret place being the place between you and god and nobody else and so many things come out of that place that's where power and strength and mm-hmm. and so many things come out of that place but uh are so many things that can block us getting to there yeah. um and yet that's that's a place to jesus retreated to time and time and time again is back to the secret place and it starts there and it may it's not always dignified and it's not always pretty and beautiful but it's authentic and that's the place where it comes out of
2: i think that's such a good point yeah i would i would say that like authentic is excellent right like that's kind of we're saying excellence and authenticity it's actually well just authenticity is excellent
0: yeah that's good yeah Mm. Mm. Hmm. Good.
2: <laughs> do you have anything to add to that, Brian? Do you have any practicalness to add to that? Beck's best practice. I think it's
3: it's simple stuff, mm. um, like what you were saying is simple stuff. Mm. Uh, simple in its in the notion of what to do, but difficult to do
2: yes, in practice. That's right. Sim- yeah.
3: Simple things, uh, such as. Saying thank you to people when they do things for you. Mm,
0: you know, right. if, you're, if
3: you're a leader of groups, just thanks for rocking up today. Mm. Thanks for your work today. That was good. You know, um, encouraging one another. Again, there's another thing that scripture tells us: encourage one another daily. Mm-hmm. Do we do it? No. no. Why? Because we all need encouragement. Yeah. We mm-hmm. all need encouragement. Yeah. Um, I mean, unfortunately, the army, I think we have developed. Um, somewhat a culture of knockers, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. and I've often said to people, if I could put an encourager in every call, that's what I would do. (laughs) Because we need Mm. them. Mm -hmm. We need people saying, thanks, good to see you today. Thanks for rocking up. Thanks for doing that little job. Um, Thanks for just being faithful in what you're doing, Mm
0: -hmm. doing the little things. Um, And... Stuff like that. Um, It's keeping the focus. What's that quote? Uh, The main thing
3: is to keep the main thing. The main thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And it's difficult because sometimes we don't know what the main thing is. That's
0: right.
3: (laughs) That's what we lose sight of.
0: Yep. The -hmm.
3: main thing is (laughs) not to play this piece of music perfectly. The main thing is to play this music well, that it points people to Jesus. Yep.
1: Yes. 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 Whatever
3: the genre is. You're, you're, you're performing it, whether that's a worship band, mm-hmm. whether it's a big band, whether it's a brass band, it doesn't matter. Mm. The main thing is Jesus.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: So the main thing is to make sure that the main thing remains the main thing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and that's easier said than done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we get tied up in the mechanics of doing oh, stuff. Oh, time. that microphone didn't work. Yeah, that's oh, right. it's another another thing to grumble about. And for the rest of the night, you're complaining about oh, microphones are never right. Now, just forget the microphone. Mm. Just sing. Yeah, yeah. And you dare know, I say you know?
1: it, I think that's the enemy's tactic of getting us away from the main thing.
0: Yeah. I yeah. think
1: if he thinks if he can just distract us with a microphone or this or that, then we're so easily going to spend the rest of the day thinking about the fact that that didn't work, as opposed yeah. to putting that aside and then worshipping mm. or whatever it is. Like, I actually think it's a tactic the enemy uses. Yep.
3: Yeah. Says Shush on her new microphone. Um, <laughs> ooh, ooh. Do I sound um, crisp
2: and wonderful?
1: No, you're
3: exactly
2: right, Shush, because even thinking back in my own personal experience, you you... Uh, worship leading a night at the end, 10 people could come and say something great to you afterwards and you feel great about it. And then one person says one comment that you might even misconstrue for the next mm-hmm. six months, you concentrate on that. You know, like, mm-hmm. like that is, that's the enemy at work for sure. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Compare yourself to who you were yesterday
0: and yeah. that's it. You that's
2: don't compare nice. yourself to anything else. You just compare yourself yeah. to who you were yesterday, which plays on the whole growth thing like you were talking about, Shush. Like, Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, that's all. It's I
2: just the, wanted to throw it in there cuz it's been in my brain and I didn't have the opportunity to throw it in. So.
1: No, it's a, it's the uh, growth is the goal, progress over perfection. Yep. Like it, it's all that stuff. It's it's like stay in yeah. your lane and just keep doing your thing to the best of your ability yep. and that capacity will grow, which means like your best becomes a little bit more or different and different things. Yeah. Absolutely. It's good. What a discussion!
2: Well, we got somewhere.
3: I I don't know where, but we're there.
2: I think so. I don't know. I thought it was great. There's
1: something in that. Yeah, Yeah, it's got to be.
3: You know what I mean? You can edit that and make me say anything you want. That's right. That's right. (laughs)
2: And I'm going to. (laughs) Uh, Hey, Brian, while we have you, I just want to say that I love you and that Mm. you are. We weren't joking when you like. I truly believe you're a really wise person. I love what you have to say every time you talk. I'm captivated. You do talk mm. a lot, but I kind of love that. Like, way. <laughs> but no, sincerely, I do sincerely miss you since you're retired, but I do hope that you're having a great retirement. And mm. I just want to thank you for the service that you've given yeah. to God throughout your life and are continuing to do. Um, it is clear that it comes, your heart is overflowing with love for Jesus, and that is clear mm. in everything that you do. So I just want to thank you for that and for being not one of those bad models, one of those good models that people can look at and say, mm. you know what? That's authentic worship right there. I want to do that. So thank you very much for being who you are
3: thanks yeah. Dan. I
1: love hanging out with you, and we just praise God for your life, Brian, and the influence you have had on us and we haven't known you for that long um and we have been impacted in like hugely by um you and your life, and so we're incredibly grateful and we just praise God for you, so thank you for sharing so much wisdom to us. you weren't sure whether you were going to be able to fulfill that, but you definitely did um and we're just so grateful that you have given the time to share this which we pray will bless an abundance of people so thank you for pointing so many people to jesus with your life
3: thank you shush
1: we're super grateful
2: hello seven days listeners thank you for listening to our podcast if you like what we do uh and you want to make sure you don't miss an episode uh what can you do shush
1: you can subscribe to our podcast, uh, which you can yes. find on whatever platform you're using. There'll be a little subscribe button. By clicking that, you'll be notified each time of when a new episode is out. So make sure you hit that button mm. so you don't miss uh, any episode. Uh, but you can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Salvos AU. Uh, you'll get updated there when a new episode comes out. Um, but also we would really appreciate it if you share the podcast, whether you want to share yeah. it on social Social media on your Facebook, Insta, what TikTok? I don't know, whatever you use. Uh, We would love it if you would share the podcast, um, or just tell a friend, text it to somebody, be like, "Hey, check this out, it's epic." Uh, We would really appreciate it because we just, I guess, want to reach as many people as possible who would be interested, and not for our sake, not because we want to get a platform for our own sake, just because we want to impact as many people as we can for the sake of god's glory if this is going to be impactful for somebody in their faith we want to get it to them um so that's why we'd ask you to share it
2: perfect i couldn't have said that any better myself thanks